1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? You're listening to the best of Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Network.
2: I'm gonna make it rain. Your calf is attached to your Achilles, guys. It's it's the same damn part of the same structure, part of the same muscle. So people are trying to distinguish well, well, it was his it was his calf, it wasn't his Achilles. What's the difference? Well, the problem is you can't have one without the other. So usually what happens is calf strains like uh, like what he had. Eventually, if you're not careful, lead to just that, that Achilles tendon yep. getting blown out. So if his Achilles was blown out or if there was an issue with the Achilles, the origin with, guys, he's not walking, much less uh, even playing the way he played for 11 minutes. And for 11 minutes, guys, we got vintage... Kevin Durant and I don't know while well, you were watching him play, Dane, but I'm watching him going, wow, I miss watching Kevin Durant play. Like I, I yeah. miss that dude yep. on the on the basketball court because we we've been so caught up for what the last two and a half weeks, right, with watching Kawhi Leonard, which is is a right. lot of fun. But there's something really uh, silky about watching Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, just just really play hoops, man, and train, and then you know, for that 11 minutes, watching that death lineup, that Hampton five, move the ball and find that it was like, it was a thing of beauty. And, and really I know warrior fans last night were like, I remember that. And I think a lot of the NBA remembered it. A lot of NBA fans and, you know, certainly the Toronto Raptors were like, oh crap. I remember these guys too, as well. It was a thing of beauty. And then when he went down after that 11 minutes, you know, I said to myself, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to rally around here and they're going to push this thing or right. they're going to fold like a cheap suit and uh, that's going to be the end of it and Toronto's going to run over them. Now, they didn't fold and and anybody who expected them to, I think, would be, uh, I think is a little ridiculous. I don't know where you've been the last five years. Uh, but Kevin Durant is going to be the story no matter what happens. For the remainder of this series, whether it's over in six, whether it goes set, doesn't make a difference who the champion is. This will go down as as one of those moments. I don't want to say Willis Reed-esque, but I do think certainly if Golden State goes on to somehow win or at least bring it to a game seven, Uh, Kevin Durant is going to be a topic of conversation at this moment. He's going to go down in the record books, man, as uh, as just one of those moments in sports where we're going to point to and say, you know, that was uh, that was the moment everything changed. And quite honestly, not just for this year, Dane, but next year and probably the year after that as well. He is a game changer. But boy, did I miss watching him play basketball
3: yeah absolutely I think uh, a lot of people were going through that as well I mean he drained his first couple of threes and you're right and and to be honest Joe I said it yesterday on this air that it was more than just the box score and you heard Mark Jackson and Van Gundy saying it too like they, they showed a replay of one time Curry driving to the hole and no one could no one would go to double because on the other side on the weak side are people guarding Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant you cannot go double off of those guys so the idea of how opened up the floor was incredible. Draymond Green had a wide-open three-pointer with the ball movement. You know, all the things we said that he makes uh, for that offense makes it silky. I call it the beautiful game like they used in Brazilian soccer, but it was absolutely there. He came up once, Joe, and dribbled into like a pull-up three, and then he just drained it, and I'm watching, you know, with my fiance, and she's like, wow. And I was like, yeah, he's actually the best in the world, and the thing is, and he's also so 6'11, 7 foot. You cannot defend that. You know, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Unlike to be honest Kawhi that sometimes looks clunky. He gets the job done, but it just doesn't look as pretty sometimes, right? So and you're right. You know, when you talk about how this impacts the NBA for the next, you know, not just this summer, but next year. You know, for example, remember the Knicks like were saving up and tank, uh, you know, trying to get LeBron and then they ultimately did not. They got like a Mari It set their franchise back 5 years, a decade. That's what is primed to happen again. The Knicks have been everything since trading, Kristaps Porzingis, tanking, and all this. I remember telling you the hope is that it would be Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Zion Williamson. Well, it ain't going to be Zion. Kyrie Irving looks like he's going to the Nets, and it ain't going to be Kevin Durant now either, because you ain't going to spend the max deal on someone whose career is up in the air with a ruptured Achilles. But boy, oh boy, was this a huge impact, and will this be like the ripple effects throughout the entire NBA for years to come remember this day
2: yeah it, it's gonna be one of those uh it, it's it, will will this time next year too i i it's not gonna be one of those oh who the hell played last year it's gonna be right. one of those member member you're listening to the fantasy
1: sports radio network
4: let it ride
2: you remember the class where i taught y'all how to make it rain
1: make it rain
2: dollar
5: dollar bills y'all
2: Right, here we go. Hour number two here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Germanary Dane Martinez. Name of the show, of course, is Make It Rain. We'll dive into a whole bunch of stuff coming up this hour. See if we can put you in the uh, put you in the black, so to speak. Here, when it comes to uh, placing a few maybe uh, World Cup wagers here as we dive in, America, uh, the U.S. Women's Team uh, getting ready to do battle here this afternoon, and we do have the. Don't forget. Rory McElroy, even though he blew it for uh, the Toronto Raptors last night, he gave him the kiss of death. He will be uh, at Pebble Beach this week. We've got another major, the U.S. Open, Tiger Woods, Dustin Johnson. Some interesting odds on the U.S. Open, Dane. We'll look at a little bit here, see if we can. Okay. You know me, I love those, I love those 20, 30, 40, uh, 40 yeah. to 1 shots. And the good thing about majors. I tell you, stop
3: playing them to win. Play them to bet top five, top ten. You would have killed all of them last week. But you got to go for the gusto. And then Rory had to, you know, uh, turn you to pieces.
2: uh, Go big or go home, damn it. Uh, The good thing about majors in golf, though, is that you get big-name guys. Guys you're comfortable with at numbers. You probably won't get them at any other tournament except these majors. So there is some opportunity to get some guys that. You know very well and and big name guys that yeah. can absolutely have the game to win but you're not getting them at seven to one eight to one you're getting them at you know you're getting them at twenty twenty five to one so we'll look into that a little bit and last night if you're just joining us if you missed it, of course Kevin Durant made his return to the Golden State Warriors great game it really was a lot of it was a crazy game one that saw the Golden State Warriors extend this series. Three games to two. Back to the Oracle here. We'll give you the latest from Vegas. Already this line has moved. It's already been bet up. We'll tell you what's happening, what direction it's going. Follow the money, people. We'll do that coming up here as we make it rain to Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
6: To get your complimentary bottle, text youth to 321321. That's Y O U T H to 321321.
1: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at weathertech.com or call 1 800 CarMats, weathertech.com. Proudly made in America. On the one hand, I'm so proud of them, uh, just the amazing heart and grit that they showed. And on the other, I'm just devastated for, for Kevin. And so it's a. It's, it's a bizarre uh, feeling that we all have right now. Um, an incredible win and um, a horrible loss um, at the same time.
2: That is Steve Carr, head coach, uh, Golden State Warriors, as his, uh, his Warriors are just that. They, uh, they did it. They, uh, they extended the series one game at a time, which is ultimately what it's all about here, guys. Giving yourself a chance to be able to get the job done one game at a time. And that's uh, that's exactly what happened uh, last night, 106-105 victory. They take care of business. And Kevin Durant, unfortunately, was a casualty uh, last night as uh, it sucks uh, because he uh, blew his Achilles out. We'll get the confirmation earlier today, but that's what it's going to be. It also means that uh, the free agency period is going to be very interesting because the number one free agent, or what everyone thought, Uh, was going to be the number one free agent, is probably going to be out a year. And, oh, yeah, people who have blown out their Achilles like this situation, they don't tend, especially when they're north of 30, they don't ever seem to come back to be the same player they were prior. So a lot was at stake for Kevin Durant last night, stepping on that court. Um and I mean a lot, guys. There was a lot of money. There was a lot of uh, a lot of the future, and and really the shaping of the NBA. Forget about LeBron. Uh, this was Kevin and Durant was going to be the domino. Player.
3: An yeah, all time Kevin Durant was going to be the line.
2: domino that once it fell was going to lead yep. us to you know first week in July. There was going to be a lot of uh, okay. Well, now Kevin's here. Does he go to New York? Okay. If he stays first in New York, all right, great. then. It really was. Plus the draft, everything changes now in the war rooms of NBA franchises because in all likelihood he's got a $30 million option. He'll keep that $30 million option. He's going to be out a year, guys. He's not coming back any faster. If you're Kevin Durant, you don't want to at 31 years old. There's no reason to rush back next year, especially since, well, you've got that $30 million, uh, you know, you got that $30 million cushion, which uh, which is good for him. But oh yeah, we still have a couple of games possibly here to play before we can crown a champion. And the line here, Dane, as we look at it, the line opened up crazy here. It opened up three and a half. It's been bet up to minus four already, and a wow. lot of a uh, lot of money coming in, pouring in on the Golden State Warriors at the Oracle. The over/under two and uh, two eleven. And we seem to be getting a pattern in these series too. Have you noticed that that the first half seems to be well over 110 points, where nobody plays any mm-hmm. defense, a lot of lot of free throws, I a mean, lot of foul. Then this then the second half comes, everyone's uh, butt cheeks uh, tighten, and oh yeah, uh, it just it slows down to a crawl. I think Golden State only had 40 some odd 47 points in the second half yesterday, and so it, they're not exactly offensive juggernauts here in the second half of games, but what they are is very interesting uh from the standpoint of both of those teams yesterday heading into that second half even though that the Toronto Raptors were down the Toronto Raptors and by the way I think the second half line was minus five in that game uh yesterday the over under was hundred and seven points the over under in the first half when we were on air yesterday was a hundred and nine and a half I, I think it was bet up to one hundred and ten and a half and then it went to so what went 118 over. was way over we also weren't sure about the the refs and how involved they were going to be and what oh, was your opinion was. of the way the refs called that game last oh they night were calling everything seemed...
3: i thought they called it tight well, it, they called was it, it everything. me or, or was, was that like, whistle oh, just... be, yep i was like this yeah, is going to be a free, free throw, throw shooting contest yeah not right. right they they were calling it tight at one point even and there were a couple you know uh Draymond went vertical, I thought once, and Jeff Van Gundy agreed. There was one on Steph Curry where you could see Steph Curry run away, and and you saw Kerr in response being like, "I know, I know, but they're calling everything, you know." And we've been talking mm-hmm. about Kevin Durant the whole hour, and rightfully so. I got to tell you something. Another thing that was huge in this game, if we play it out and it goes seven games, Joe. Draymond got his sixth technical of the playoffs last night, and after seven, yes, you get suspended, okay? That opens up the potential, and I don't want to be, like you say, tinfoil hats and all, but that opens up the potential that Draymond blows his top uh, on Thursday night, Warriors win in Oracle, and then yet again for the Warriors dynasty, Draymond is suspended in a potential mm-hmm. late series situation. Which could lose him a series. We've been talking about the evolution of Draymond. And all that stuff. He lost it a little bit last night. And the other thing I noticed. Was comparing Draymond to Boogie Cousins. Where Boogie Cousins was not. Uh, kind of uh, focused. And with it in that first quarter. A lot of sloppy mistakes. But the Draymond 6 technical. Is something to watch as well.
2: Yeah it's uh, it's a good point. And he knew it. Rather quickly too, after he got called yeah. in it, he and listen, Steve Carr, kudos to him. You know, he they everybody was in foul trouble early on in this game because the refs would kept blowing the whistle on both sides, and and it wasn't one sided by any any stretch of the imagination. Year. The calls on both sides were so ticky tack, so ridiculous. It was quite obvious that they were going to play a role in what was in what was going on there last night, and that was that was a shame, but. Uh, here we go we, we've got a game six in the Oracle the early line favors the Golden State Warriors it's not going to be an easy place to play a game six the final Oracle game they're you know they're moving to a new stadium there after All this right. year it is going to be an emotional situation because we know Kevin Durant he's going to be in the building there that crowd is going to be ready to go and if it's one thing we know, Home courted, uh it matters. And there's a reason why a lot of Raptor fans pointed to last night's game and said, guys, you got to do it here. Because we all know oh, if this right. goes seven games, anything can happen. So that edge that you have by being home, the variance is just too great in there where it doesn't favor you anymore. Anything can happen. So last night was really the, the pivotal game five. That was yep. the moment for the Toronto Raptors to rise up and win that uh win that series and win that game and they couldn't get it done. And now what we know about the Golden State Warriors is that in game six and seven, history told us that game five is where the Golden State Warriors are the most vulnerable. They have been under this five year run of theirs. If you if you if they could get away with game five Golden State then there's a reason why they're minus four right now, including the fact that they're eight and two straight up against, uh, straight up and against the number in games six and seven of playoff series. And it's kind of it's crazy when you look at it uh, on what they are. Game six, they're six and one against the number, eighty-five percent, and they win those games by an average of seven points per game. Game seven, two and one. We obviously know they lost one game right. seven there that year to uh, to that, they but other on. than that. Two Game 7s, uh, you know, they're 2-1 and one there, so they're still above 50% there. But Game 6 has always seemed to have gone Golden State ways. They muster it up. And the reason you're getting to a Game 6, if you're not closing it out, guys, it, it means you're coming back and you're trying to push a Game 7. Uh, and right. they've done it. 6-1, sure, yeah. uh, either closeout games or back against the wall. Game 6 and 7 for the Golden State Warriors. That is where they have always been at their best. So the time to beat them was last night in games 1 through 5, 49 and 44, 52% against the number under car. When you go to when you go the other way, game 6 and 7, guys, they're 83%, they find a way in game 6 and 7s of series to make life very difficult for the opponents. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday, didn't we, Dane? What happens now as far as the pressure and the moment? The moment was big last night. You were in your home country, your home building, guys. You had the – it was there. You didn't take care of business. So the good news is they're battle-tested here for the playoffs. But this is a different animal, isn't it? Game six, knowing that you had the opportunity to close it out, uh, knowing it, it, it's, I don't want to say it's, they got nothing to lose, but they pretty much have everything to lose game six, don't they, Toronto?
3: Yeah, I told you, I really thought that yesterday was a must win game for the Toronto Raptors, because you can easily see the path now where they defecate the mattress and miss it all away. And honestly, they would not have won last night without Kevin Grant. Warriors would not yep. have won.
4: Good
2: point. Who's the MVP? We'll look at those numbers next.
0: The window you could argue we've seen a little bit of a decline from tom brady from last year from the year before from two years ago to last year but he's still playing at a super bowl level as evident by the fact that won the super bowl season still doing enough will we see that sharp decline or will it be gradual we haven't seen a quarterback play at that level at this age in the nfl tom brady uh good luck to him but he just struck me that pick as soon as i, I looked at that i was like wow tom brady man he is getting old watch live on the T S Y youtube stream
1: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
4: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like
6: a second job.
4: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for.
6: I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience.
4: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide. Use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Made
0: Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first call cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com.
5: of Kawhi Leonard. Six seconds remaining. Leonard back up. Van Fleet. Van Fleet kicks it out. Lowry. Lowry for the win. Won't go. And there'll be a game six in Oakland.
2: Yeah, sure will be. Get ready. Here it comes, Oracle. You got yourselves a game six. One more game in the uh, historic Oracle building, which will get imploded as they uh, they move a little further south there, take their, uh, take their talents to San Francisco which is uh, where they'll be playing next year in an unbelievable stadium. But game six will be without Kevin Durant. We know that for sure. Blown Achilles, uh, laying it all out on the line last night. Some really terrible takes, too, from warrior haters. But I'm talking warrior haters, uh, former NBA players, uh, guys like. And it really pissed me off when I saw this last night, Dane. Uh, drove me crazy. In fact, Kendrick Perkins, who, who, who I liked, but I think we can both agree that Kendrick Perkins might not be a big fan of the golden state warriors. I think there might be some, sure. uh, that makes, that yeah, makes some
3: sense bad, to me. Yes.
2: Maybe, maybe some bad blood there, but Kendrick Perkins goes out last night and he puts on, uh, as soon as it, uh, after, of course it happens, never does this prior, right? Cause that would be, you know, he- he- hell no. Couldn't possibly call the shot beforehand. He, he goes out, and after Kevin goes down, he writes that if KD is really hurt, I blame the Warriors for pressuring him to play when he wasn't healthy. He said, that is effed up. And I told him the other night not to play unless he was 100%. And, that, you know, that's Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick told him. Kendrick told them. You know, uh, Kendrick, I, listen. I I, 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 I I appreciate it, brother. I, I really do. I appreciate it, but that is just one awful take because the idea in 2019, in this day and age, that the Golden State Warriors could have made a almost a billionaire here, really, uh, with uh, with all his investments and what he has got going on, his team, his Uh, his manager, his agent, somehow the Warriors, who have no leverage, could have forced Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant to do anything Kevin Durant didn't want to do is the biggest crock take I have ever heard. All you're trying to do is point blame at the Golden State Warriors somehow. And it's ridiculous to think that Kevin Durant was forced in any capacity to take the floor last night. In fact, I'd be willing to bet now he wanted to get out there probably game two, game one, game three. I bet you anything Golden State was the one going, uh, no, absolutely not, no. Golden State had always targeted game four or five, the middle of the finals at the best case scenario. Yes. The idea that somehow they would have, the doctors, by the way, would have lied to Kevin and been like, oh, you're good to go, Kevin, no problem. Yeah, with no, no problem. Like, no, a, what, a rupture to kill it? No, that's not gonna happen. Like, what what error are you in here, man? Are you serious with today's technology with the with the amount of doctors he's got on his own payroll? Do you think his agent would have allowed him to risk that if Kevin didn't absolutely wanna be there? Those kinds of hot takes to me, they've gotta go away in the media. Like, you've gotta stop with this. Kevin Durant did what every great warrior has done in sports history over the over the test of time starting with Willis Reed back in 1970 with the Knicks hobbling out of the damn tunnel there given the boost he wanted to be there not cuz he doesn't like his teammates there was he was fully aware Dane and I think we'll both agree that there is no way Kevin Durant didn't know what the score was did not know Absolutely. what the what the the risks were, and did not weigh them with him, with his people, with his agent, with his managers, oh, by the way, with his family. I can tell you right now, Kevin Durant knew full well what was at risk when he hit that court last night. And you know what that told me about Kevin Durant? Nothing else mattered other than being there for his people. If you don't have a ridiculous amount of respect for what Kevin Durant did last night, and it's amazing to me because in injury, the first injury, Kevin Durant, the questions surrounded him, you know, will he, won't he, is it a thing? Is yeah. he really hurt? Can he bring him back? I don't think now that he's actually hurt even further than what he was originally. I do think he is completely, that injury now has flipped the script on how people view Kevin Durant from this moment forward I think all the questions about motivation, Kevin Durant, I, I think they all go to bed, man. I think from this point on, Kevin Durant, in injury, amazing, blown out Achilles, has just changed the narrative of how people view him, fans or no fans. They will never look at him the same way again, and that's good for Kevin Durant.
3: I agree with most of what you just said, Joe, okay? I agree with the fact that Um, Kevin Durant knew the risks involved, okay? Listen, take it from a guy who's had multiple knee surgeries, okay? What just happened was a compensation injury, all right? If his calf was weak, if his attendee, if his Achilles was partially teared or, or sprained or whatever, and then he, you know, he pushed it. Remember we were talking about no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, and stop, pressure luck, Joe? That's exactly what he did. He pressed his luck, and he knew that that risk was there. And he was like, listen, my team's down 3-1. It may only be one game. I'm going to try and get through it. And he got through 11 minutes by the way you got through 11 minutes where the Warriors would not have won game five without him he had the highest plus minus of anybody on Golden State last night okay I agree with you also you talk about how he may want to stay with Golden State I think the op- the 31 million dollar option to you know rest rehab get your surgery recover and then maybe be a playoff option for the Warriors next year and to continue to build the narrative of how you are truly a big part of this team and the dynasty completely holds true I think it's true that That when you say he saw his mortality and maybe he doesn't want to need to be the alpha dog anymore because the narrative on him would be changing Mm. that now oh, he is with the team and all blah, blah, blah. We saw LeBron see his mortality as well this year, right? After the groin injury, be like, oh, instead of the slow process with these kids, it became real quickly let's try and get Anthony Davis. Here's the one thing I disagree with you on, Joe. And I think I have a recent example to show. This idea that I don't think this was the case with the Warriors and Kevin Durant, but to think it's crazy for a team to push a player to come back, or that it's crazy for teammates to have animosity about a guy not coming back. I don't think that's right, Joe, and I disagree. And my example is in this series as well. See Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs, Joe. You know, and I saw a lot of people making analogies to Kevin Durant and the Warriors and just what Kawhi Leonard went through with the Spurs. The Spurs wanting him to come back, not doubting, you know, doubting the veracity of how big the injury was. And Kawhi Leonard kind of holding to his guns, right? And so I don't think that was the case with Kevin Durant, but we saw something different here, right? It was Kawhi who was saying, I don't want to go. And then the team kind of, you know, gave him the business for it. Kevin Durant, however, said, I want to go. And it was clear that he wanted to go as soon as he could. But it is possible, Joe, that teams could still pressure. And I think that is what happened with Kawhi and the Spurs just a year ago.
2: Well, there's, there's a lot more to what the the Kawhi comparison behind the scenes than just that. I mean, Kawhi was a guy that had a reputation of also didn't want to play a full schedule, wanted he, to take days. He has days a reputation off. also? There was, there was some situations behind the scenes there with Popovich and everyone else. And oh, by the way, uh, you had teammates there that were watching him. Move like there was no issue. Like there was no problem. The questions that they had arise from, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, it's, I'm. We're watching you practice here. We can see you look. You're, you're fine. What are you? Right. What are you doing? But to Kawhi's credit, Kawhi was like, I don't feel like I should push it. But you see Kawhi, right? You see that demeanor, and it's very hard to get a read on whether it's behind the scenes or. I think what you get with Kawhi out in front of the cameras is pretty much what you get behind. You can misread Kawhi very easily because he doesn't exactly express himself. He also, a lot of, I think more than not playing was the fact that he was, I'm going to do, the team was like, listen, we want you to come. We want you to work out our doctors. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm going to go do my own thing over here. And, you know, you guys do your thing and is like what do you mean you are we're paying you 30 million do- we'd like our doctors to be able to see you we'd like our yeah. trainers to be and Kawhi's people were like nah, you know, nah we're going to go over here we're going to do our own thing so he's a bit of a strange cat i do agree with you it's not it's not unfathomable to think that you know N- nba teams are like you got to play man like you got to play right. i just think in ni- in 2019 with all the power the stars have we're not talking about a second teamer here or a bench player or a role player. The stars in the NBA have the conch, people. There isn't a NBA team uh, anywhere that is going to tell Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and you know, James Harden. No team has that kind of influence or power over a player. Not a role player, not a D-League player. I'm not saying it doesn't happen on that level. I'm sure it does. And I'm sure those guys looking to make an NBA roster are probably willing to hide an awful lot, too, as well, just in order to give themselves a chance to do it. But I think in this case, we're talking about superstars. We're talking about top five players in a league. Uh, Kevin Durant is not being pressured by anybody on the Golden State Warriors or any other team, general manager or owner, for that matter. You're not telling Kevin Durant what to do. And I think, to. To go and point a finger almost immediately after it happens and says, "Told you the Warriors, the Warriors don't care about him." Uh, does uh, does that? Then we played it for you earlier. I'm just curious. Did that soundbite from the uh, from the general right. manager sound like he didn't uh, care when the, he was moved to tears? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Director yeah. I, of I player mean, does operations? this sound yeah. like a guy that doesn't care about his players?
6: <sighs> Kevin, had a, it's it's an Achilles injury. I don't know. Uh, the extent of it? Yeah, he's, mm. he's crying, He'll have an basically. MRI tomorrow? Yeah,
2: that's Bob Myers, guys. That, that's a guy that doesn't care about LeBron James. Uh, doesn't care about, uh, you know, yeah. Kevin. Doesn't care about Kevin Durant. Doesn't care about his players. Are you
3: kidding me? Joe, I submit Robert Griffin III as an example.
2: Can't go football. The Football's place. a different mentality. Okay. Football,
3: All right. you're All right. considered
2: weak if you don't play. The NBA, okay. not okay. so much. Yeah, not so much. It's interesting, but there's... You know, you get right, shunned out of oranges, a better if you don't know, play an injury.
5: Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street,
0: Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
5: Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and and pro Sports and you're in control Go to FanDuel.com slash crit Open your new account and claim your free Wager of about to $500 today
2: So we want you to put your money where your mouth is, right? Why not take a shot? Open up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Whether it's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, whether it's college or pro sports, guys, you are in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid open up your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today and want to welcome you in here to uh to make it rain the fantasy sports radio network and we've talked a lot of course about the uh, the game last night the NBA it's the best reality television program ever i am thoroughly impressed with how the storylines have been dominated by many things Outside of the court, off the court, not necessarily the X's and O's, and and there's a lot that can be talked about there as well. But the the future of the NBA, the current business model of the NBA, where all of yep. these free agents are going to be, you know, it's um, who's he going to be with next year? Let's play over here for two years, and you know, a, a business model that it's not sustainable in an NBA that only has a handful of free agent stars. Uh, it, it's just not. At some point, if, if teams are structuring where there's only going to be two or three great teams and everybody else is going to suck, it's not a it's not a sustainable business model for the NBA. And I think uh, Kevin Durant going down last night is really going to have teams, owners, GMs, rethink that whole process. And how are we going to do this? How are we building for the future? How are we going to be competitive? Because you can't rely on... Oh, possibly Kyle, uh, Kyle um, Irving's going to stay or Durant might come. What's Kawhi Leonard going to do? Well, what's going to happen there? Like who's left now? Like Anthony Davis, Uh, you know, Anthony Davis is still under contract, but somehow thinks he's going to navigate his way to teams. He wants, Uh, this is not a sustainable business model in the NBA guys, taking 20 load management, 20, 25 games off a year not going to be a, you know, stars too, by the way, not going to be a sustainable business model in the NBA. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, uh, how that moves forward. Uh, But we didn't get a chance to bring up what happened with uh, David Ortiz. We are getting more information this morning on that. We'll start, of course, with the, uh, with the owner of the Red Sox yesterday, making this statement about David Ortiz. Here is Sam Kennedy, team president of the Boston Red Sox.
5: In coordination with our medical team, the club has arranged for a medical air ambulance to transport David to Boston from Santa Domingo. Our hope is that David will arrive here in Boston sometime later tonight. Out of respect for David's privacy, I don't have any additional details about his medical condition. Right now, the club's exclusive focus is on David's health and well-being, and we're doing everything we can to get David back to Boston as soon as possible.
2: And he is, in fact, back in Boston now, under the care of obviously Red Sox doctors. And I think they're a little bit more comfortable with uh, with the medical system here than possibly in a Dominican. But uh, he is uh, reported to have been, you know, is doing well. He is in uh, Boston, and the Red Sox are taking care of their own. So kudos to the Red Sox for stepping in and taking care of one of their all-time greats. Very classy move by them, a move that I don't think needed. It it, it wasn't a guaranteed or it wasn't something, I think, to be expected, but I do think it shows you a lot about the, uh, the organization there and how they will take care of one of their own. So kudos to them. The interesting part, of course, is the report as to why he ended up Getting shot. Why was there an assassination attempt on his life? And the Daily Mail yesterday had uh, had done a story uh, from sources in the Dominican, very close to the uh, police. And I'm going to go on on a limb and say there might be a little bit of corruption going on in the Dominican Republic, maybe between the police and every everything else. So uh, sure, you know, maybe. take this with a grain of salt. You know, believe what you want to believe, but Dane and I told you yesterday the. The crazy part about this story is not going to be the video we showed you of him actually getting shot with a guy, and then the guy getting the crap beat out of him behind the, uh, you know, behind the uh, in the alley there. Whatever led up to that was going to be the real story here, because you know this guy is so revered in the Dominican, mm-hmm. you just don't you just don't kill Big Poppy on the streets there without a very right. interesting story behind it. And what we learned big, and big and this. This has been Spanish to English in translation, so hang with us here. But it it appears that he was warned, I guess, David Ortiz, prior to what had happened yesterday um, by people who were worried about him. Because it looks like David Ortiz was seeing a woman. Mm -hmm. And that woman is the girlfriend of a notorious drug lord in the Dominican Republic. And this was corroborated by, obviously, a few guys who, you know, they wanted anonymity because they were afraid that, you know, they'd be dead. Uh, So, but this was reported by a couple of different people, and this was the story that has been circulating. Now, it hasn't been corroborated yet. We haven't got any official statement from the police or anybody else, but I think it does go a long way into opening up the uh, the can of worms and trying to understand how in the hell, why would somebody go out of their way, especially a guy, the guy that shot him is a poor Dominican Republican. like for the drug is, lord, yeah, Right, it's <laughs> not, it, this wasn't a hired hitman, like this was a poor dude, what's that? What was that, Pavon? Who was a cop?
3: Pavonis, well, you saying it was a cop. Sources, maybe you know you say it's corruption the but sources, maybe uh, Pavona's adding that maybe uh the guy you're
0: saying was saying the cop, kid who say... shot him was a cop is
2: apparently, that what you're saying, the, so, you're saying apparently that
0: apparently the sources are that uh the man hi- the man was hired uh to right. to go after Ortiz and he's a cop He's a Dominican cop That, ki- that does the not shock me, they beat the crap that, that does not doesn't
2: shock me. Joe. Either I saw because, the video again, too.
3: Yeah, that doesn't shock
2: the way these things go down
1: there.
3: You were talking about vigilante island justice. That does not shock me, Joe. No.
2: So you're saying the police department might, in fact, be absolutely corrupt here, and so they hired a cop who's a terrible shot, by the way. That close and uh, (laughs) not to be able to uh, to do it. You know, I I digress. But um, the bottom line is, this is all stemming from David Ortiz's Mm -hmm. apparent relationship. With a and what Lord's a wife. shock here. A woman, not even his wife, like girlfriend of a Girl drug lord. Excuse me. And the idea that this all comes back to a woman and Big Poppy possibly going, I'm Big Poppy. And right. I get to I get to kind of do what I want to do here is I get to grab you know, it
3: by whatever. Like our president,
2: uh, you know, we always say, man, the most dangerous thing in the world is messing with another man's wife. Now the man's girl another a right. husband that kind of, right. you just don't know how people are going to react. And obviously the reaction here from this drug lord was so you can't yeah. go okay. back if you're if you're big poppy. There's no way until you can't go back to that. that
3: country oh. like your country is now off limits. There's no
2: way you can go yeah. back there.
3: And that is my opinion. That is why the Red Sox sent the damn team plane. Okay? Because if this, was, if this was gangsters and all that stuff, Joe – You've seen The Godfather. You've seen other Mm. movies. You think if there's corruption like that, that they're not above making another hit attempt in the hospital? Because I don't. We've seen this all over the place, right? So I honestly believe that everybody there on the streets knew exactly what was going on, okay? Especially if it's this kind of stuff, okay? And if the cops are contracting out. you know, In the same way, I believe the LAPD killed Biggie. You know what I mean? It's the same kind of thing. Now – I think they knew that, and the Red Sox were sending the Cavalry because maybe they were going to continue to make attempts on Ortiz's life. And you're absolutely right. he He's never going back, in, in my opinion. He can't. Because yeah, I don't they know they how don't he can. Because now it looks bad on the Kingpin also if he tried to put out the hit and he can't get it done, right? So they're going to be looking for him. They're going to be it's, – it's interesting how far the tentacles may go. And if they can yeah. – they can uh, grab – Big Poppy, wherever he may be.
2: Yeah. And uh, but again, kudos to Boston, the Red Sox for stepping up and realizing that situation, doing their homework. And in, in when it was very hard to get qualified information out of that yeah. state, you know, out of the country I there. But this, they were better, the ones better better to react.
3: Country. Yeah. Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes,
2: which is probably plays into the equation, but for them to go out of their way in order to be able to get to the bottom of it and go, we got to go get him, you know, this isn't a Navy SEALs team here, guys. This is a this is a major league team who, you know, big, they don't want a big poppy anything. So it's uh, – it's in, and plus, they, they just put themselves in the middle of possibly a drug war. Right? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of a hit, so – uh, nice yeah. job, Red Sox, to go in there and get him. But more will come out from this. But I think his family, in all likelihood, nope. Nope. it's I don't know how you go but back you have to the
3: that drug kingpin of the Dominican Republic with a vendetta against you and yours. Yeah, that's the way it's going to yeah. go down, and that makes perfect
0: sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let
2: that be a lesson, guys. Yeah.
3: it's even worse than the islands.
2: Yep. Yeah. Stay away from, uh, stay, let, plenty of women out in the, uh, plenty of fish in the sea, they say, right? No need to be hanging out with those that are girlfriends of drug lords. Just saying. Probably better ways to spend your time. My word. I knew it was going to be good and juicy, man, because there's no way, you know, you're talking an iconic figure like Big
3: Poppy. There was no way. There... Yeah. Yeah. Who's trying to hit the beloved son of the country unless it's something like this? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's um, it was rough, man. That's uh, but I'm glad yeah, listen. He's back in the states. I don't wish anybody any harm. And the fact that he's in the comfort, he's in Boston, he's being looked after, he's being protected more than anything else uh, is good news for Red Sox fans, Major League Baseball fans, everybody. It's good that Big Poppy's okay. Uh, that would have been just a horrific situation had it gone the other way. I'm glad he's okay. Knock on wood. And I look forward to the rest of the story. At the very least, going to be a very interesting book, I would say, here, that is going to be written at some particular point. Isn't he married? I, that was the other I thing. I don't know. I'll have I, to check I, that I out. I thought he was I'll married.
3: Yeah. I'll check it out, but he's going to be looking over his shoulder for the rest of his life.
2: Crazy to think, man, isn't it that that's uh, that's what this all uh, came down to? Is that uh, poor Big Poppy is? Uh, I Hate to see guys that Tiffany, just put themselves into situations.
3: Terrible. Definitely Ortiz, yeah. his wife. I don't know if it's uh, if they're still. Together I thought he was married, but yeah,
2: I read a couple of things yesterday uh, that his wife was by his side, and I'm going, well, how long is that going to be for? She uh, realized uh, was-
0: yeah.
3: right if this now is now really
2: the truth. Yeah, so uh, just just absolutely, absolutely nuts. And the fact that that guy was a cop and he was that bad a shot, I just, uh, that's, whew.
3: I mean, he hit him from yeah. Point Black Grange and finished the job.
2: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, and then he hit fell him. off the like, motorcycle, I guess, trying to get away, and that's why everyone caught him. It was a botched getaway. Uh-huh. The whole thing was botched from top to bottom. Uh, it just blows me away. And yeah, was pay for and at the- if, uh, you know what I mean? Exactly. How much did that cost you, dude? Yeah, you. Exactly. I it. Unbelievable.
3: Know. But that's the thing.
2: Uh, but the he thing is okay. Is here, if
3: this is all, He is going to be looking over his shoulder for the rest of his life. I remember telling point, you, like, Casiopea has still got that yep. have Cuba coming after him. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Uh, yep. I, I hope it was good, Pop. I hope. I hope. Yep. The <laughs> I <tempt> <laughs> Amen to that, brother.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, two hours into Boston here. We got a big final hour coming your way. We'll have our make it rain picks. We'll talk a little World Cup soccer. Charles Michel Ooh, will join yeah. us. One of the best soccer cappers in the country. We'll see if he can point us in the right direction. Help us make it rain. Coming up.
6: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Full-Time Fantasy. I like
0: Travis Kelsey. I will take him as a second-round pick gladly, but not in front of Cook, not in front of Chubb, not in front of Juju. I can't do it. Mike Evans, maybe. I could go Kelsey over Evans. I could, but there's no way I'm not taking Juju over Kelsey. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
2: By the way, uh, we didn't uh, have a chance to mention it, but uh, one of the uh, one of the all time greats called it a career uh, yesterday. Tony Parker retiring at the age yeah. of uh, thirty seven, and uh, you know it's funny because I I didn't realize he was actually still playing. But yes, he uh, he is without a doubt uh, retiring. And uh, what a storied career! What a uh, unbelievable career by uh, from Tony Parker there. Just absolutely crazy, and he. Um, um at 37 years old not a lot of guys have accomplished as much as he did and i think he'll always go down as one of those uh one of that part of the popovich duncan uh, ginobili that trio is going to go down as one of the best big three and if i'm not mistaken parker was even there for he was there for the admiral as well like he was there there, right it it started with the admiral And then it brought then Ginobili was added, I think. Then Duncan was added. And then it just it kept going from there. So um, he was one of the original man with Popovich there. Just uh, amazing career. Great guy, too. Outside of the fact that I don't know how you let Eva Longoria uh, go there, especially because I saw the chick that you uh, that you cheated with. And like, dude, seriously, like beer goggles are real people. Like, seriously, I don't know. at least he doesn't have somebody
3: coming after him to try to kill him and assassinate him now after he was unfaithful. That that girl had
2: uh, a tattoo of you on her, uh, on her. I just, I don't know what you're doing, dude. (laughs) What are you doing, man? I don't get it. I just don't get it. But uh, great guy, great career. Uh, I think probably one of the best French National players I think the country's ever seen, I, I right? I don't know anybody else that's had that kind of career. I think so off the top of uh, my head. So
3: would you put this Spurs, that Spurs dynasty up against the Warriors? Mm-hmm. Let's say the Warriors don't win this right now. They, let's say Toronto wins right. it And they win three out of five, and we talk about, you know, compromised Cavs in the first year of it all, up against right. the the Duncan Parker Popovich Spurs, which was a greater dynasty of this millennium.
2: Sure. Different era that they played in, in many aspects. A little harder, I think, in uh, the Ginobili and it Duncan era. that. was longer, right? Yeah, 2001 to 2018. Think about that, dude. Yeah.
3: Three, you know, four, that means you, you had to go
2: through. The, you went through the Colbys of the world. You went through, yeah. you know, I, there was. Uh, Jack, you, yeah. That was impressive, man. Absolutely they impressive. Did they went four? Four. Uh, five, four. I believe. Four. Five. Yeah, five altogether.
3: Yeah. They say Warriors are still chasing them. Yeah, they are.